I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda. And this is Hindacast. Well, Hugh, I'm still reeling from that dinner party tonight. Such a lot has happened this week. Kind of, but that commitment ceremony was terrible. You reckon? Why? It was the worst commitment ceremony of the history of maths. The way the experts were going on, shocking. When we had Maths Australia, we could make a 40-minute podcast out of a commitment ceremony and still we sometimes didn't have enough time. We don't talk as much crap now, do we? Maybe we did. Maybe we did. Nothing happened. The big issue that I had with the commitment ceremony was the fact that the experts were just you know, glazing over things. There you go. All you got was a rehash of what had happened in the week. And then they said, OK, let's go to the decision. That's Considering the point there were making. a few couples who were actually in crisis and they needed help and they needed yeah. support. And again, the the experts just stood back and kind of let it all happen. Now you see what I mean. Yeah, well, OK. No, I agree with that. I agree the with that. The dinner party, good. Yes, it ended with a high. And it's probably just as well that the week didn't end with a commitment ceremony like it normally does, because it would have been a damn script. Let's go to the couples. Go on then. Who are we starting with? <laughs> Mark and Sean. They still seem to be getting on fairly well. Um, mm. They started off fairly strong, certainly, at yeah. the beginning of the week. Instead of the love hate challenge they went and had that stupid kind of I don't know cocktails with Adrian and Matt don't know what the purpose of that was what was that about what did he even talk about I actually don't remember what I no I I can't remember either basically I think what happened was this they were the odd ones out they couldn't put them into the love hate thing for some reason because they basically didn't know each other well enough okay so there were kind of leftovers so they decided they'd send them on a little drink out together yeah, it was stupid anyway. It was just like, it was just a filler, wasn't it? And they got two cocktails each. Yeah, it was, was just, I don't know. I think they were drinking Coke at the end of it. Hoping there was Jack Daniels <laughs> or something about whatever. Yeah, it was just a filler. It was, I was like, what's happening here? What's the point in this? The story with Mark and Sean to me is this. It started off with Mark hanging back and Sean was chasing him and Sean was doing all the access service and all that, right? And then Mark got into it and suddenly Sean wasn't chasing anymore. He's like most men. He just wants to chase. Yeah. And suddenly now it's like, oh, what do I do now? And this really came out with the twist or stick thing. It's a couple of treat. That was that was a bit of a shock. I didn't see that coming now, in fairness. And Sean was saying something about, you know, if, if this were me normally, I'd be mm. gone. I'd be look off yeah. finding another partner. Yeah. He said, so there is nobody here for me to twist to. But if there was, I'd be gone 100%. Yeah. Like, I was like, going, sorry, what? Where did that come from? Did you see that coming? And suddenly, no, I didn't. Because I thought he was little Mr. Faithful. Yeah, so did I. I thought he was like, yeah, I'm mad about um, Mark. Yeah. And for a guy like Mark, that's just set him right back to where he started all over again when he found out about it yeah I think it was the next morning and he was standing there ironing his shirt and <laughs> Sean was I don't know tinting his eyebrows or something like that <laughs> and they had a discussion and Sean quite happily you know admitted what he'd said the night before yeah and then I suppose the weird thing was he was saying no no that was like a good thing take it as a positive I think he just tried to throw that in and just about think of something but he didn't come out with anything that convinced me and it was weird no. wasn't it like it was weird no. I don't know where he was going with it I was kind of saying what am I missing here no. that sounds bad to me I am just not convinced well yeah I think things have taken a, a turn for the worse for those two. Oh, they have they were very very stilted at the dinner party the dinner party was shocking they didn't actually say anything at all no no um, the only thing Sean said was you know we need to pay more attention to each other yeah. um, rather than to you guys business yeah well 
well, that's the fun of it. Mm. You know, that's why you're in a, a, an environment with a group of people so you yeah. can interact with each other. So, you know, odd not, not a good week overall for, for them. Surprisingly enough, uh, no, not good. Not good. Last time you gave them six, I gave them four. Where are we now? Oh, God, I think I'd have to bring that score down. I think I'm going to go for four. And I'll drop down to three. I, I have this hope that somehow with comes to the commitment ceremony and the experts will actually do their job and give some advice. Yeah, please, God, that'd be great, wouldn't it? We live in So hope. they're going down from an aggregate of 10 to an aggregate of seven. That's where they're going. Okay, that's fair enough then. Yeah. Adrian and Matt. Adrienne and Matt. Now, as in a brief aside, Adrienne reminded me of somebody and I've eventually remembered who from 20 years ago, Maxine from Coronation Street. That's who Adrienne looks like. Well, look, at I... I'm going to be honest with you guys I didn't remember who Maxine was kind of had a vague memory yeah. and then Hugh googled it and then I saw her and she I think married yeah, Ashley yeah. how could you forget image of her she was murdered by Richard Hillman yeah I forgot okay anyway enough um Adrienne and Matt, there's not an awful lot to say about them. They're rather dull. They don't have a lot to say. They don't get involved in anything. They don't have any strong opinions. And there's nothing really going on between them. They're just kind of just cruising along nicely. They have different styles. In that Adrienne is very upfront. She's communicative. She addresses the problems. Matt sort of buries them and is Mr. Quiet and Mr. Calm. Yeah, we haven't really had any problems that they needed to kind of address. Mm, True. And there was only the one throwaway comment on Honeymoon and that was it. Yeah, but they still know that each other has a different style. So if something big does come up, they're going to have a problem maybe. Well, well, we'll just wait and see if if something big does come up. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Matt's muscles. (laughs) Last time, big scores from us, seven from you, eight from me. Where are we, Linda? I'm going to stick. Oh, yeah. I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick. I, I, I do think that something will happen with this couple, but we're running out of time now. So they need mm. to get the show on the road and they need to kind of show us our, their true colours because there, there is something about them. We're just yeah. not seeing at this point in time. Something about, sorry, something about them in a good way or something about them in a bad way? I think something about them in a bad way. There's some undercurrent there. There's something lurking in the shadows. I'm looking forward to seeing what it is. We could do with a bit more excitement around that couple. Okay, well, I know you're going to leave your score as it is, but I think I have to address that undercurrent. I feel it as well. I am going down to six. So what, we've gone from an aggregate of 15 now to an aggregate of 13? Something like that. Ooh. A couple who are really surprising me, Roz and Thomas. Oh my God, Roz's sexual appetite is really surprising me. It's, it's a bit too much though, the whole... She sent him out to get a bag of sex toys. One of the things you have to say about the commitment ceremony is, was how many times did she say toys? Bloody hell, she must have said toys about 10 times. It's a Christmas Eve. Yeah. She got what she wanted. Yeah. I think she, they both got what they wanted. She did, and, and he, he, stuck it, he stuck it on her. Well, he stuck it on the wall. I could go worse, I could go further. <laughs> What about that? You wouldn't like if I had told you at the start of it, Thomas was going to do that. What about that? Just taking it out and putting it back and sticking it on the wall. But it could have been worse. He could have stuck it to his forehead. And that would have been fun, <laughs> wouldn't it? But a reaction to it is like, is that it? Is that it? I'm used to bigger. I go, oh, what are you used to, girl? And he said, I wouldn't get anything bigger to myself. <laughs> Yeah. Um, very high scores last time. Are we going to keep up with them or where are we going? Eight and seven. Eight from you, seven from me. Yeah, I'm sticking with eight. I've got a lot of hope for these two. They're, they're a real, genuine couple. They have like worked mm. to get where they are. And the relationship does seem to be going from strength to strength. And we're seeing a little bit of 
more of their personalities individually and together as a couple every week. And I like that. Yeah. And the communication between the two of them is nice. Body language is nice. I just don't think you could fake that. Uh, you know, they're very real. Um, it's nice. It's cute. Um I, I, I'll up it a little bit. Um, I'm going to go up to eight as well. I'm going to match you with your eight. So we're kind of going from 15 up to 16. Lovely. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, Good no, I agree. And, you know, I'm hoping that next week we'll get to a nine for them too. Yeah. yeah. It all depends on whether they run out of sex toys, I suppose. <laughs> Peggy and George, um, we're getting into the drama now. Oh, Peggy is still humiliated by George and what people think of him. Oh, God, those bloody videos. Will we ever hear the end of them? We finally got to see one. Uh, what did you think of it? I think he looked more stupid. Like I'd be more embarrassed about the way he looked than what he actually did. The squats mm. didn't bother me. You didn't really see anything. It was yeah. like, what is what it is like? But he just looked like a tick. He looked like Fred Flintstone with a beard. He looked like a goddamn Egypt, didn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, I would I would have found that embarrassing. But at the end of the day, that's what he does. And he did it before we met her. And, I, you know, if she has an issue with it, then move on, Peggy. She needed to say, is that in your past? If it's in your past, that's grand. Let's just forget about it. It needs to be in your past. And that really should have been her red line. But she didn't quite do that, did she? No, she didn't. I mean, she's she she he can't change the past, Hugh. Yeah. In fairness, no. Um, and he has kind of agreed with everything that she said. If you're to believe him, because I still don't know what we're getting with George's. I don't know whether that is the real George's. I don't think so. Um, but mm. certainly on the face of it, he seems to be doing everything he possibly can to keep her and make her happy and progress the relationship. Yeah, but who's keeping him there? She's keeping him there. If she wouldn't just discuss it all the time, then we wouldn't know. So she's the one who's putting him in the box and stereotyping him. There is a lot more to the guy. He is quite intelligent. No no two ways about it. He has a certain way about him. Um, She should be bringing that out instead of going back to these videos the whole time, surely. I don't think either of them are grown. I think like she's losing herself completely in the relationship. She's more caught up in his past and yeah. his videos and all of this kind of stuff than, you know, moving forward with the relationship. She is not interested in moving forward to that relationship. And like last week, I can't ever see them having sex. You said she was losing herself. And as you said that, I thought to myself, what can I tell you about or anybody else about her other than about the work that she's had done and how she looks? I really can't tell you anything more about her. No, she's pretty one dimensional, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, we'll only ever make comments on her appearance. She's insipid. She doesn't have a lot to say. Even when she tries to get involved in drama, it's kind of half-hearted, kind of antsy-pantsy, nervous... Not you able. know, not, not committing able. herself no. to anything. No, no. So she shouldn't be making out to be him to be stupid and be condescending to him because she ain't that much to write home about. No, but she, she thinks she is. And he obviously thinks she is. Next of all, he's going to lie down on the ground and have her walk all up. I might enjoy that, actually, come to think of it. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think he's a bit of a masochist? Underneath it all, do you think he's a bit of a masochist? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't think she's a sadist and certainly I can't see her as a dominatrix. You're always trying to spot them, aren't you? Well, not really. You but it's apparent, I see. You were the same in night today, fiance. I go on out of that. No, she's look, she's not a dominatrix and she doesn't have it in her. No way. Where were we last time with them? Um, I think I gave Peggy and George a three and you gave them a five. Okay. I think they're in real trouble now. I think the shit is hitting the fan. I'm going down to three as well. I think, you know, I'm going to leave it at three, but I certainly think that if they do decide to leave after the next commitment ceremony, George is on the phone to a load of hookers. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Well, now, hold on. One thing you have to say is that when it came down to the weakest couple, right, um, nearly every of the, who was it, the girls or the lads got the weakest couple? Who was it that got the weakest couple? I think it was the girls that got the weakest couple. Yeah. If you look at our scores, our scores make them about the weakest couple as well. Yeah, but they are. And everybody, was it, every, it was everybody, wasn't it? Yeah. Who agreed that they were the weakest couple? Just about, yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, tell me something we don't already know. I think there's something going on with George's that we're not seeing. I don't think they dislike him, the group dislike him so much because of the fallout mm. with the whole Porsche oh, issue a couple of weeks back. Surely that's history now, yeah. So do you think there's something going on with George's? Do you think he's kind of portraying himself differently off camera? Um, because people were actually very down on him and very, very down on them as a couple. Just couldn't Mostly see it happening. the women, would that be fair? Um, yeah, yeah. So he tends to rub women up the wrong way. Not literally, but you know what I mean. He wishes. <laughs> it's better all he'd be rubbing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just, uh, I, uh, I can't wait to see them in the commitment ceremony. It's just a car crash, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, it's kind of the long goodbye. It's death by a thousand cuts. No, which is sudden. No, it's, it's you suddenly rub your eyes and go, why are they still here? Yeah, true enough. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Tasha and Paul. Tasha and Paul. Okay, so she is definitely trying to change Paul. Tasha is mm. trying to change Paul and trying to be a stylist and making him change the way he wears his clothes and um. Tasha's not I kind of have an issue with Tasha I don't know I just I don't know why Paul would want to be like her you know the way she carries herself her accent and all it's so I I just again it's just a personal thing I don't think she's all that I think she's very um, there's a lot of bravado with Tasha and I don't think that we're getting to see the real person underneath all that bravado all the eye rolling all the talking all the slang all the stupid accents and all she comes out with and the phrases she comes I, I just there has to be more to her than that it's a different style to him. There's no doubt about it. Um, Completely, and I, I, I don't, I don't know why he aspires to be like her. Isn't that a common thing though that women think they can change men? It's one of the things that a lot of women are in a relationship, and it's part of the. If there's growth in a relationship, it's generally the woman trying to change the man. So it, that's not uncommon, sure. Yeah, women like projects. Women generally <laughs> seem to like, you know, make and do projects. Yeah. Personally speaking, not into it. I don't want to put the work in. Don't want to put the effort in. Especially at this stage of my life. No, you just met me, knew I was perfect and said, I'll have him. There you go. And the rest is history. <laughs> Where were we? We were on, was it five we're, and five? We agreed on that. five and five, yeah. Um, I'm sticking with five. Yeah, even though I think there's a few flags there. They seem very united and in the face of the flack that they got, and they did get some flack, let's face it, they got some flack. They've did actually they? remained, yeah, they have, they have, not a lot, but they have. They've actually remained quite united. So I can't really drop the mark. So I, again, I'm going to stick with five as well. I'm sticking with five because I think it'll go either way with those. It'll be, you know, true love or it'll be an absolute goddamn disaster, catastrophe. Mm, yeah. Opinions, opinions, opinions. And I think of Erica and Jordan. Aren't they so well matched? They are. Aren't they so well matched? Mm. Number one, they're supporting each other. So unlike, you know, George and Peggy, when they went to that dinner party and they were kind of coming in, you know, the power couple and we're going to take everybody else down and we're going to put ourselves above everybody else. And Peggy just couldn't see it through. George 
couldn't do it because he was just too patronizing and too condescending and he just didn't come across well at all. Yeah. Um, and then Peggy lost her nerve halfway through. Yeah, oh yeah, well, but she just isn't able to carry out that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, she just, just no, isn't she's able. she's not up to it. Erica, on the other hand, is well up to the Oh, task totally. And absolutely reveling in it. Yeah. Reveling in it. <laughs> Jordan, I think he's a little bit clueless. Yeah. I think he's a little bit immature. <laughs> I think absolutely he should keep his opinions to himself. But mm. his opinions, I mean, I, I kind of agree with a lot of his opinions. The difference is this. Erica is very controlled. She's finely controlled in what she says, how she says it. Now, okay, she went into a little bit of eye rolling and she went down to Tasha's level and all that during the week. And that wasn't good. But generally speaking, you know, she's calibrated. Jordan, on the other hand, is anything but calibrated. I think towards the end of the the dinner party episode that you could kind of see a change in them. You know, everybody went for him yeah. when they were sitting outside in the freezing cold. Everybody had to go with him. Yeah. yeah. But in fairness to him, he was only answering questions that he was asked. Well, he was with the Ella thing when they were st- <laughs> when they were outside the barn waiting to go in. Freezing cold. They were freezing ah. cold. I was cold for them. I mean, I felt like just jumping out and getting my hot water bottle. I was so cold looking at them. When are they going to realise you can't be doing that sort of thing? It's madness. Yeah, it's look at... It's entertaining as well, though. You have to hand it to Matt, though. Everybody else was in great big coats and Matt was there in his shorts. I think Matt had a lot of beef there keeping him warm. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's, there's, there's a lot of meat in that guy. Oh, a go. lot of meat in that guy. Here we go. They really have put themselves in the firing line with the opinions, but they're sticking together. They're being strong. They are, absolutely. And they don't have an issue with people, you know, confronting them. No. I, I, I don't like the way Erica handled herself, though, with that whole Ellis situation when Ella came back I just mm. think she let herself down big time she didn't have the courage of her convictions she couldn't back up what she was saying and I think she just made herself look a bit foolish yeah. Just she should have just kept her mouth shut oh well listen we'll be talking about them pair and their reintroduction <laughs> that's one hell of a story last time good scores for them seven and eight that's Erica and Jordan I'm talking about uh, seven from you eight from me I'm gonna stick with my eight I think I'm gonna stick with my seven. Oh wow we really are sticking we're sticking together on those a couple who again seem to be in a whole world of pain yeah Luke and Jay um, where did all that come from I don't know we're seeing a different side to Luke he's getting comfortable he's getting his feet his feet under the table now and we're we're seeing a completely different side to him Um, it's funny because he spent half of the episodes you know saying that he needs somebody stronger and that Jay is taking you know he can take advantage of Jay and she won't kind of stand up to him and he needs a strong person etc and then at the end of the the last episode tonight he was crying he was actually crying because you know she was standing up to him what is it you want luke i have some sympathy for him right really yeah i do initially in that he was making a point and she was agreeing with it in that she tends to be a people pleaser and she tends to agree too easily to everything and this is something that he finds a little bit jarring he overmade a point thing and that he said, I could go off and get girls numbers. Right. And he dramatically made the point way too strongly. And it could be seen as he was saying, I think it's OK to get girls numbers. Unfortunately, he's the kind of guy who finds it very hard to back down. He just gets in there, makes his point and he's just clings to it no matter what. Right. And what's he do? He starts then talking about banks and all sorts of things and robbing banks. And if we all didn't have something to hold us down, there would be 
absolutely anarchy. Yeah, and but then no, people definitely on. think he's going to go after no, the women. No, hang on, Hugh. I, I, I disagree with you because I don't think he should have been having those discussions about his wife in front of... Of course not. I'm not saying he, he, he should have. But I'm saying it doesn't mean he's a cheater. No, I'm not saying he's a cheater. Yeah. I think he's arrogant. Mm-hmm. I think he's selfish. I'm actually, I'm surprised at his behaviour. I just, I just think he's chauvinistic. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know. No, I agree with you on all of that. I agree with you. But it doesn't mean necessarily he's a cheater. It's just sort of male pride. Once he gets himself into a position, it's kind of come hell or high water. He'll try and stick by it. And sometimes you just have to say, you know what, lads, I got it wrong. I'm talking shite. Disregard that. Go back. Look, this is what I really meant. Well, look, just for the record, I don't think Jay's a pushover. I've seen a couple of times, you know, glimpses of her, especially with the other girls where she'd call them out. And look mm. at Erica. And she called Erica out on her, on her on her eye rolling. There was another situation at that weird kind of retreating where it was supposed to be boys and girls and then they ended up mixing them <laughs> where... Um, Ella and Tasha were going for Erica oh, and yeah. in, in fairness Jay she got stuck in there and she kind of called everything to order and she did as well at the dinner table you could kind of hear her saying when, when things got heated she was saying decibels you know I think she's strong in group situations like that but in a relationship I think it's something different and that's what Luke was homing in on she agreed with herself she can be a people pleaser I think if you're strong, you're strong. Yes, at this point, you can be a people pleaser and still be strong. You, okay. you know, enough is enough. Um, I think she really wants to, the, the relationship to work. I think she's putting every effort into it. I think she's given him every chance. But I think if she does blow, she'll blow. She'll blow hard. Mm, she's not happy now. She's not happy. And she probably has her sister's opinion in her ears as well. Yeah, too, and I don't know? blame her. I don't blame her. I hope she literally t- calls him, calls him out and, and takes him to task and, and goes all the way with it and doesn't kind to try to blame other people. What scores are we going to give Luke and Jay? Well, last time it was six from you and I had dropped significantly back to five. Um, I'm going to drop my five down to maybe four at this stage. It's, it's quite an optimistic four. Probably should be three, but I'll go four. I'm going, I'm going to stay with six. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to say six. And I'm going to say because, number one, um, look, I hope that Jay will be strong, but does she have the balls to carry it through? Mm. Okay. Or will she just kind of give in to Luke again? Or on the flip side, will Luke suddenly discover what he has in Jay and make amends and try and make a better effort to keep her? So that's kind of up in the air. So I'm just going to stick with my six. Yeah, it could be an epiphany for Luke. Yeah. Okay. Laura and Arthur. Well, poor Laura. She was so much in the firing line, she says. <laughs> no, again, she was. My God. Like, I mean, it was like as if they all hated her. It was like as if they were, it was a conspiracy against her or something. And I'm wondering, is there something going on off camera that we're not seeing? Because certainly on camera, I think she's kind of portraying herself very well. I think we only discussed last week that she mm. seems to be coming across as the mother of the group. Yeah. You know, she's in there supporting people, consoling people. I know, yeah, there were a few comments that she made about Arthur, but they were justified. They were Justified. <laughs> okay. They had a great week last week. And I don't you're, think they were derogatory either. No, you're right. They had a great week last week, or so we thought. Again, maybe it's in the edit. Well, they thought they had a great week too. Yeah, but it really all kicked off at the retreat when the question came up, which couple do you think are least suited? Wasn't that the question? And again and again and again, the ads kept on saying, no, the way she speaks about you, uh, Arthur, is not right. Uh, She talks down to you all the time and it's not right. But maybe that is just their relationship. Maybe 
they're both happy with her being the stronger person and him being the weaker person or him being more subservient or more submissive to her. Maybe that's just the way they roll you. And maybe also, hold on, the question was asked. They're the easiest couple to pick up on and answer the question with them as being the example. So it wasn't as if Laura was under fire and everybody was picking on Laura. It was just the question was asked and they answered it. Yeah, but no, they were. They were kind of saying that she's controlling of him and she degrades him and she humiliates him and she puts him down all the time. Yeah. No, they were. They were. It was personal against Laura, the way she speaks to him and the way she speaks about him. But again, that's their interpretation. He seems very happy in the relationship and she seems very happy in the relationship. Mm. So it's probably not justified. But then people are absolutely entitled to their opinions and and, and that's fine. Arthur is a bit of a tip. Yeah. But my point is this, right? They weren't just expressing it in a normal social situation and all just happened to go and say it. They were sitting around in a group answering a question. But there was nothing normal about that retreat. There was nothing normal about that couple's retreat. I mean, there were two semicircles of people kind of answering questions and that was it. There was no other social interaction apart from sitting outside the barn in the freezing cold waiting for dinner. I hate to say it, but I'm comparing again with Maths Australia. When those guys go, on a retreat they're playing basketball they're playing croquet they're playing table tennis they're in the pool they're sitting out having drinks outside they're having a barbecue they're choosing their rooms they're doing all sorts of activities in the open air in the summer maybe that's something to do with it oh come on yeah the UK one they're sitting in a room with pens and papers come on yeah, there doesn't seem to be any social activity at all. No. There's no social engagement, which we're, we're, we're lacking big time. And then who decided the bedrooms, do you think? Because we didn't see them choosing their bedrooms. Oh my just God, there was some bedrooms. difference in the quality of the bedrooms. Wasn't there? Yeah. Like, well, high up the hierarchy, you have mm, to get the master suite. Luke and Jay had a little attic thing that one of the servants probably slept in. <laughs> Come on. And so did Sean and Mark. They had one of those as well. One of those old fashioned sinks in the corner. And somebody else had a great big bed. Who had the great big bed? It was, was it Thomas and Ross because they made yeah. a comment Thomas made a comment about the bed being so much bigger I wouldn't have mind but the two of them were so slight yeah waste. but they they need it they need <laughs> an arena for all the games they're going to play <laughs> Lots of floor space for the toys and so, wall space. Anyway, Laura and Arthur, what are we giving them? We gave them, I gave them four last week and you gave them six. Oh gosh, I don't know. One thing I will say, again, they were a couple under attack, but they seem to remain very, very united. And Arthur spoke beautifully at tonight's dinner party uh, about Laura. So for that reason, I am going to actually up my six. I'm going to up it now to seven. Oh, okay. Right. I'm going to still leave it four. Yeah. Because I still think Arthur is going to do something stupid and it will be just too much for Laura. And she'll have an epiphany and go, what the hell am I doing here? I'm trying to make a silk purse out of a sow's ear. And and I don't mean any disrespect to Arthur. I think actually he's a lovely guy, but I don't think they're suited. In the last episode, I was saying that once they're out of the experiment socially, he is going to embarrass Laura and she's not going to be able to put up with it. She'll put up with it for a short period of time. They say love is blind, but she'll cop onto herself and she'll get rid of him. And I agreed and I made the exact same point last week, but I was actually wrong because I reflected my mark in that. We're actually voting on saying yes at final vows. I doubt very much that they would last on the outside, but I think they will unite together and they will say yes for final vows because that's after all what we're voting on. That's why I'm opening it. Still think they only have a 40% chance. And now to the main event... 
Ella and JJ. When the experts had a commitment ceremony, which surely must work both ways, in that the experts should be committed, turned around and made idiots of themselves and liars of themselves. Because they said... And fools of the general viewing population. And all the participants as well. Because they said, we think if you want to continue on your relationship, you should do so outside of the experiment. And then it transpires that Charlene contacts Ella and JD and all of a sudden they're a perfect match and wants them to come back on to the show. Now we heard about this second hand, at least with Matt and Whitney from last year. You know, Matt and Whitney came crawling in. Do you remember? I do. And they asked the experts. All they were short of was getting down their hands and knees, as I remember. I don't even remember Ella and JJ even asking no, or bringing it up. No. So they didn't even raise the subject. But Matt and Whitney asked. The experts said, give us a reason. Actually, I seem to remember Paul said, you got to convince us. You can't just come in here and ask. Tell us why. We got to hear it. Tell us why. That's what he said. Remember? Yeah. Well, look, there was none of that this time. I no. Just, it was embarrassing. You know, the show was just, it, it just made a mockery of all the contestants. Why are they even matching these people up? Why don't they just put like 16 yeah. people in a room and say, off you go, find yourself someone there? Oh, what would you call that? Love Island, would you? Well, there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. Minus the sunshine. It's no. Love Island minus the sunshine. They are coming together. Bit by bit, the two shows are morphing together I think next year like you know if I was on it well not that I'm going to be on next year but <laughs> I think it'd be fair Watch enough if the, con- if the contestants the first dinner party looked around and went who will I have who am I more suited to well look the two of them are trying to find love right and there was only eight other people they could have chosen from at that stage and they just happened to find the right person <laughs> you know what I mean it was look Ella fancied everybody there mm. Ella would have gone for anybody who looked looked at her twice yeah it was it was a complete set up I don't agree with it you know they're getting another chance they're all lovied up and cosied up and well, everything what kind of chance are they getting they can't do final vows because they haven't done the first vows that's well, the first hang step. on for a second why was Paul so horrified that Jordan called them boyfriend and girlfriend why was he so horrified <laughs> they are boyfriend and girlfriend they're not married yeah like they're not married yeah. <laughs> it's just it's nuts the whole thing is just a farce of married at first sight they're not married <laughs> And I'm not going to make go to to the final vows. I'm sorry, but they just look creepy together or something. Oh, he just looks creepy anyway. Don't know what it is. I don't. I, I don't see the attraction either way. I and I think you know. I mean, I thought that Ella was absolutely stunning on her honeymoon. I thought I, mean, I do think she's a lovely looking girl in the whole business. Yeah. But I, the way she's dressing and everything now, she's really kind of going over the top. Yeah. Um, and I think she is doing that to try and please JJ. I just think she. Yeah. She, yeah I know. I do. No, she was doing it long before JJ was Not that scene. bad. Not that bad. When she came in, she had the little tiny white skirt on her and that bra that barely covered her nipples. Like barely covered her nipples in the middle of the day. That was so inappropriate. But it's been the Ella show really from the start, hasn't it? Oh, look at... Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not buying those two. I'm just... JJ's a little weasel. He's a little weasel. <laughs> I know, sap. Sap is the perfect word. He's a weasel. He's a weasel. He just looked like a weasel and everything. Well, you know, (laughs) 
He's mm. no strength of character. He's nothing interesting to say. <laughs> he can't, he, he doesn't even say anything. Like he just kind no. of throws in the odd comment. Does he make more eye contact with Ella? Only slightly if he does, does he? He's not really fond of the eye contact, is he? Oh, I think if he makes eye contact, it's kind of while he's looking from her head down to her boobs. <laughs> well, you made a point, actually, the very fair point too. And, you know, this is meant to be an experiment. And this guy basically made him drugged it because he really didn't. He didn't even, I don't think he looked at that girl. But he was rewarded. Yeah. He played the game and he was rewarded. Ella played the game and she was rewarded. And Bianca, where's she? Yeah. You know, she's a home nurse in her wounds. Yeah. And I don't see her getting a, a part on next series. Well, I hope she does. I think she was a fantastic character. I thought she was really, really good. I thought she was really strong. I thought she was courageous. I hope she really does get another chance because she deserves it. Mm. See, look, everybody deserves to find love. I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah, I know. But, oh, I, I look at it. The fact is, I think if we saw it the way we saw it with Matt and Whitney and they kind of were put to the ringer, they even sent them outside while they had a chat and thought about it, as I remember, you know. So if they'd done that, but from now on, let it be known from now on, if you're appearing on Maths UK, if you fancy somebody else and they appear to fancy you. It's open season. Oh, yeah. Go, go for it. Because you'll definitely get back on. Yeah, there's precedent. There's they been can't refuse you now because the last two years they've done it. Can't like I say, it makes a mockery of the whole thing. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Rant we, over. We actually gave them scores before they appeared on it, right? And then we appeared to be scuppered, but now we're back. So at least we get something out of it, Linda. We can use our scores from last week. Last week, I gave them three. You gave them five. No, right. I gave them three and you gave them oh, five. You me, yes. Oh, that's right. Well, you made the point that they might be in it for the publicity. You never know. So that's why I up my score. I'm sticking with three. Are you? Yeah, I'm sticking with three. I look mine to seven. Wow, seven. There's a great chance of them saying Did you give anybody else seven? Like, wow. No, eight. No, I'll go eight. Oh, you're taking the piss now. You're just doing this to wind me up, aren't you? It's only another three weeks. Next week, right, our next episode, right, is the penultimate commitment ceremony. So, like, we're kind of three weeks away or so. Uh Oh, whatever. Let's see what this week brings. No, look, we're not talking about love. We're talking about yes as final vows. We need to stop talking. We're 40 minutes of this now. Okay, they will say yes as final vows. Okay, we'll see. Anyway, in the meantime, keep listening to the podcast. Tell your friends about the podcast when you're talking about the show. Keep watching Maps UK and Linda say your magic words. Laters. Bye for now. Before you go, just a quick request. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you can, pop on a notification. That way you'll know when our podcast drops. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us on indicastreality at gmail.com indicastreality at gmail.com